Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Testing, testing. Ah! One, two, one, two. <laughs> okay. Woo, we're here. We're back. We're back. I'm sure there were so many people waiting with bated breath. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Why are they going to upload again? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> you can blame autism burnout for that. Shout out to autism! Woo! Yeah, we didn't we didn't record because Ellen was sad, and then we were away, and then our family was here, and then we were busy. <laughs> we were actually busy we for were once. busy. It's insane. But anyway, so today we will actually not be talking about Barbie. We will be talking about the fact that um, Gemma and Luca. Bet both Dami in India and Taz and Andrew in yeah. the Love Island. That's right. Finale. We're a Love Island podcast now. I was so mad. Oh my god, we're not. The actual even... fear of that moment. Oh, it was scary. It was so funny though because it's like you were so scared, but then it was like, oh, Agnes Davide won by sixty-three percent of votes. No reason to be scared at all. Yeah, but I was Sue. terrified. Legend, icon, star. Literally, my queen. I would do anything for her. Yeah, I know. It's like her and Gwyneth Paltrow. Her and Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Anyway, no, we, we are actually going to talk joking, about Barbie. Yeah. Barbie! We are finally on to the more known movies. And by finally, I mean we did one week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we should probably say our names again. Hi, I'm Daisy. I am... <laughs> Just say your name! Why is that so difficult for you? Um, my name's Alan. I kind of forgot my name for a second, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ellen. Yeah, that's my name. And welcome back to Daisy and Ellen in a podcast. In a podcast. Where we are taking a look through the BCU Barbie or the Barbie Cinematic Universe. Today, we are skipping a good 15 years from Barbie yeah. and the Rockers onto Barbie in the Nutcracker. Um, a more known movie. People, people know about it. People like story. it better than Barbie and the Rockers, I would say. <clears throat> yeah. Unlike Barbie and the Rockers, oh, by the way, we will be trying to cut down on the amount we say the words so, basically, cuz, um, <laughs> and I will be trying not to shout at the dog as much, because I've realised <laughs> the microphone barely even picks up on the sounds he's making. <laughs> so, for no reason. Yeah, but he he's very annoying. Don't be mean to him. You know he's annoying. I know he's annoying. He's doing it thing right now <laughs> anyway unlike barbie and the rockers there isn't really a specific like this is why this movie was made like it wasn't like a competitor thing it doesn't seem to be anything like that i thought that maybe because i know that brats was like the biggest competitor for barbie in like the well, early 2000s that's weren't out when barbie and the nutcracker was out though, right? yeah that's yeah. what I found out, but I was just kind of like, maybe it was like, Bratz started making movies, so they're like, we need to make movies too, because Bratz is still like, I think it's the biggest competitor Barbie has had to yeah. this date. But no, the Bratz toy line didn't 
come out until 2001, and their first movie wasn't until 2004. 2001 is the same year that Barbie and the Nutcracker was released. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, maybe it was still something like, this is coming out, we need to get a jump start on it. Maybe. But also, maybe it was just genuinely like, you know, time it's to Barbie. Like, time to enter Barbie. this medium. We need movies. This was like five years after Toy Story, which was the first ever CG full length movie was released. So maybe they were just like, you know, it's it's time. Yeah. I'm not really sure why they chose the Nutcracker. <laughs> I don't know. Like, was it around Christmas time that they? Oh, I can't even remember. Give me a sec. My notes are everywhere. Okay. Um, I'm not as prepared. You look at your notes and say a couple more things, and I'll look up when Barbie the Nutcracker was made. It came out on the 2nd of October, 2001. That's kind of near Christmas. Yeah. But also, I think it was probably just because it is a known fairy tale yeah. that people are going to go out and see anyway that Disney hasn't done yet. <laughs> anyway, so the Nutcracker. This is something we actually know about. Yeah. Because we're going to rant about ballet now. Yeah, because we did ballet like one class a week, and we both quit. Yeah, <laughs> but we did like an incredibly watered down, simple version of the Nutcracker for our show one year. Barely the Nutcracker, but yeah. we did it. You actually quit because it became so stressful. Uh huh. Yeah, I was more serious about it, and I wanted to like go to college for dance and I was become like, a violin and ballet. Yeah. I wanted to go to college for dance and become a choreographer. And then depression happened. Ew, so, so you know. Fun. Yeah, a lot of wasted potential there. Ew. Anyways, back to our story. Yeah. <laughs> but the original story is called The Nutcracker and the Mouse King. And it was written in 1816 by a Prussian author named E.T.A. Hoffman. <gasps> E.T. <coughs> wrote this? Yes, E.T. wrote it. The alien... Wow. That's so insane. And the ballet, the ballet was choreographed by Marius Petipa and Lev Ivanov with a score by Tchaikovsky in 1892. And the original full-length ballet actually was not very successful. What? Yeah. I... But they cut it down to like a 20 minute version, which people were much more into. <laughs> they probably just did not have long enough attention spans. I, okay, I'm going to go. Should I'm I? not done. Okay, but I just want to say really quick, I love the name Tchaikovsky. <laughs> I think it's so fun. <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. Anyways, back Okay, to but it wasn't really until the 1960s that the full length version game gained any kind of popularity, but it's been popular ever since. It's remained a christmas staple yada 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 there are lots of different versions of the nutcracker ballet with different endings different choreography story layouts it mostly just depends on who the which company it is which ballet company it is and who the choreographer for that specific company is so they do different choreography each time with nutcracker it's not (coughs) the same thing there are variations on it lots of different variations on it honestly it's like so there's just like bare bones that people like work off of kind of yes sometimes it's just straight up copy of the original sometimes it's not okay but um the nutcrack the original nutcracker like everything in this world has more than a little bit of a racism problem yeah basically there are kind of there are a few different group dances there's the waltz of the snowflakes the waltz of the flowers and then there is the russian dance the danish dance the spanish dance the Chinese dance, and the Arabian dance. 
I think the Russian dance is fun, though. <coughs> is that the one where they, like, take their legs a lot? Yeah. Ooh, I love that one. <laughs> but, you know, the Arabian women were always portrayed as, like, seductresses, and the makeup was used to make eyes slanted for the Chinese dance. Uh. And, like... This was very common and wasn't widely commented on. There have probably been people like, well, there definitely have been people saying, no, this is bullshit since it first came out, but it didn't become widely commented upon until like the early 2010s and wasn't until recently, like in the last few years, that a lot of companies actually began to widely change the story to take out some of these elements. How did the story even include them in the first place? They just go to places and they visit them. Oh, okay. But the movie, the Barbie movie, did not include these dances. I don't know if they were actually... No, they included the Russian dance at the end. Yeah, they? but they did not include many of these yeah. dances. There was not... There was dancing, but there was not a lot of dancing. Yeah, which, like, I don't know if it's just because time constraints or if they actually looked at it and said, we're just going to leave this. Mm-hmm. Might be safer <laughs> if we just do not include this. Mm-hmm. But um, the only really, like parts of those dances left is that two of the characters major mint and captain candy perform part of the russian dance at what i think is a russian dance at the end and captain candy is a brown man who wears a turban but his character isn't really reliant on stereotypes no he's just vibing he's just vibing like the rest of them so you know that's fun that this movie didn't include some (laughs) of the worst parts of the nutcracker (laughs) but yeah, the movie was released on video on the 2nd of October 2001. It was directed by Owen Hurley. It was written by Linda something. Engeld Seppen. E-N-G. Linda E-N-G-E-L-S-I-E-P-E-N. And Hilary Hinkle. The screenplay was by Rob Hudnut. It was produced by Jessica Durchin and Jennifer Twinner McCarran, and it was edited by Anne Horbert, and the original music that wasn't from the original ballet was by Henry Roth. The movie starred Clara Kelly Sheridan as Barbie slash Clara, Kirby Moreau as the Nutcracker slash Prince Eric, Tim Curry... As in from um, <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah. and the original It movies and Palpatine <laughs> in the Clone Wars. Tim Curry is in this. As the Mouse King. I do not know how they got Tim Curry. Things must have, like, his career just must not have been thriving. Must have been, like, a little dip. At this point. A little dip. Actually, I don't think this was that long after the original It was released. It was, like, the 1990s, right? Yeah. It, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Um, anyway, it had Peter Kalamis as Pim the Bat. Pim! (laughs) I really like Pim. (laughs) I'll talk more about that later, though. (laughs) Christopher Gaze as Major Mint, who gives my favourite performance. Yeah, he's... He is just having the best time. He's slaying. Ian James Corlett as Captain Candy. Chantelle Strand as Kelly. That's right, this movie is so old that Chelsea was still Kelly. Um, Kathleen Barr as Aunt Elizabeth Drosselmeyer and the Owl. And French Tickner as Grandfather Drosselmeyer. Now, they actually collaborated with the New York City Ballet to make this movie. And they became the first ever animated movie to use motion capture, which they used for the dance scenes. 
which were choreographed by the ballet's master-in-chief Peter Martin, who was just less than 10 years out after being arrested for assaulting his wife, who was also a New York City ballet dancer. And he would later retire as as master-in-chief of the New York City Ballet in 2008 after, again, being accused of sexual assault. This isn't fun. And there are even eyewitnesses, like, as back as, like, the late 80s, I think, who say that they saw him abusing dancers. Oh. So, you know, he received absolutely no pushback for that at all. Because I can remember when that happened. Because, like, like, when he, like, in 2018, when he had to step back and retire. I can't remember that. Well, you probably can't because you were not as endrenched. No. (laughs) In this, I can remember one of the youtubers that i watched to do with ballet and stuff she had actually trained under him oh and she was kind and she was like she did a video about it and i can't quite remember what she said but basically she said like i never saw any of this but obviously that doesn't mean that it didn't happen so you know anyway (laughs) back to the movie yeah movie time (laughs) and just in case you wanted me to ruin this movie a little bit for you um (laughs) But it was animated by a team of 22 artists over four months. And, like, comparing that to some of the other animated movies that came out around that time, like, Shrek, I think, had about two years of animation. Mm -hmm. So, like, four months of animation, that's, like, not too bad. Yeah. But, yeah, so that is the background on the movie. Is that most of the facts? Have we done all the facts? Yeah, and I will now be giving the plot summary because I don't trust Ellen to do it again. Sorry. (laughs) So... This version of the Nutcracker. Were you looking at the <laughs> No, I thought Snoopy was at the door. <laughs> Snoopy is a cat, by the way. We have a cat and a dog, and they're besties. They're not really they're besties. They're besties, but they're <laughs> with each other. Yeah, and yes, I named my cat after a famous dog. I was like seven. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> but this version of the Nutcracker is about a girl named Clara, who lives with her grandfather grandfather Drosselmeyer and her brother after the death of her parents on Christmas Eve her aunt Elizabeth who is an epic awesome spinster who travels around the world and does cool girl boss shit comes to visit and she gives her a nutcracker doll big white ant vibes (laughs) big white ant vibes (coughs) after a party that they have we do not get to see the party I'm assuming because it would have been too difficult to animate there's so many people in parties and they couldn't be bothered mm-hmm. to do that Clara falls asleep in the living room and when she wakes up she finds the Nutcracker alive and fighting with the Mouse King and his army who have come through a mouse hole <laughs> Clara then gets involved and the Mouse King shrinks her but the army aren't able to defeat the two and they retreat the owl from the top of the grandfather clock then comes alive and tells Clara they need to find the sugar plum princess to turn her back to her regular size and gives her a locket that will send her home when she opens it. So Clara and the Nutcracker, they go through the mouse hole and they land in an ice cave and meet up with a group of snow fairies who perform the Waltz of the Snowflakes and help them get to the Nutcracker's home of Parthenia. In Prithenia, they go to a gingerbread village where they meet two children whose town has been destroyed. And the kids tell them that the rightful heir to the throne, Prince Eric, who they hate, <laughs> has gone missing. They make a big point in this movie to be like, yeah, Prince Eric, the guy we all loathe, we hate him. He's the worst. I wish he'd die. Which, like, yes, good for them. Yeah. Hate your birthright monarchy. <laughs> we should normalize it. I-, I wish it was normalized. Anyway. 
So they're then found by the Mouse King's army and they have to run away with the children and are saved by Major Mint and Captain Candy who are helping groups of people who are in hiding from the Mouse King and they live in this, you know, safe house, tree house It's a tree house thing. and it's so cool. Yeah. So they basically reveal to Clara and the Nutcracker... I guess, that the Mouse King was put into power by Prince Eric after the death of his father as a kind of regent, but then he never gave back his powers, and Eric then disappears, and everybody really hates Eric, <laughs> except from Candy, who, like, seemed to kind of have a thing with Eric. Yeah, 100%. They were definitely in love. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, the Nutcracker and Clara, they're like, we're going to go and find the Sugar Plum Princess, who's going to fix everything. And Mint and Candy kind of agree to join them. They leave the two random little children from the <laughs> village in the treehouse fort. And they, you know, go along their journey. Clara, at this point, kind of connects the dots and realizes that the Nutcracker is actually Prince Eric. And they kind of talk about how much Eric really regrets his actions, which <laughs> he should. It's not like a funny little uh-oh. It's like bad. It's not a funny ha-ha. It's a uh-oh. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, that was the mouse. I didn't stop anything, did I? No, no. I didn't. Okay. So, and then Clara's like, you should just tell them who you are. And he's like, no, they hate me. They <laughs> But, you know, they go off on their journey and stupid stuff happens. Madness ensues. <laughs> what? It's so wacky and weird and funny. <laughs> Candy nearly falls into a chasm of some kind. The Waltz of the Flowers happens again through little fairies who turn up um, just like in the Waltz of the Snowflakes. There's a rock giant that goes after them we'll stop, fid- about- stop fiddling with things we'll talk more about the rock giant later because he is definitely something <laughs> eventually they end up at this house that they assume is where the sugar plum princess lives i do not know why they use sugar plum princess instead of sugar plum fairy sugar plum fairy just sounds better but yeah it's a sugar plum fucking princess i guess <laughs> so mad i am it's just a little nitpick i hate it <laughs> Ruin the whole movie for me, Loki. Okay. <laughs> Keep reading your plot summary now. Okay. So they think that that's where the Sugar Plum Princess lives, but it's actually a trap. And the oh. Nutcracker, Mint, and Candy are carried away by the Mouse King's bat sidekick, Pim. Um, the Flower Fairies and help Clara get to the Mouse King's castle, where the prisoners are being held, and she helps free them. Um, the Nutcracker then battles the Mouse King and eventually reflects the Mouse King's own shrinking spell back onto them and makes some itsy bitsy tiny whiny and the good wise win. <laughs> itsy bitsy tiny whiny. Itsy bitsy tiny whiny. <laughs> Scrimply scrimble blorble blimbo. <laughs> okay. Back to Marie. Where was I? Itsy bitsy tiny <laughs> Scrimble, blorble, blimbo. <laughs> okay, read. Um, yeah, so he's tiny, and the good guys win. And Clara then kisses the Nutcracker, who turns back into Prince Eric. And it turns out that Clara is the Sugar Plum Princess, and everybody who was really mean to Eric is just kind of standing around shitting themselves. Like, oh, because they're like, oh god, the guy's back. But anyway, Erickson kind of like, you know, they can decide if they want me to be king or not. It's cool. And everyone in the kingdom who's still alive 
we're like all just there kind of <laughs> we're just chilling are like yeah we want our birthright monarchy back woo the fucking <laughs> sheep you guys hated him two seconds ago <laughs> all of a sudden he turns out to be like a hot prince and you're like no oh. i like him i mean he, he did help defeat the nurse king maybe we're like not giving him enough credit i mean yeah my one is coolish i guess anyways <laughs> So, yeah, you know, Clara decides that she'll stay in Prithenia and they have a dance party where they do the dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. Sorry, the Sugar Plum fucking princess. <laughs> and Mint and Candy do the Russian dance. So, you know, you think the movie's over, but then the tiny, whiny, scrimply, scrumble, blum, 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 blah, blah, blah. Just say little. Just say little. No! It's a bitsy, tiny, whiny. <laughs> So anyway, the itsy bitsy tiny whiny mouse king swoops in on Pim the Bat's back and grabs Clara's necklace and sends her back to the human world where she is just automatically full-sized. So I guess the whole journey was for nothing, really. Yeah, but like... Anyway, so Clara wakes back up on the couch and her granddad comes in and she tries to tell what happened and he mentions calling a doctor, which is kind of dark i I was like i'm like is she about to be diagnosed with hysteria i thought that too i was like oh my god is the end of the movie just gonna be clara's insane now Uh oh like are they just gonna like diagnose her with hysteria and lock her away forever yeah (laughs) but anyway you know clara's cool spinster aunt comes in with eric who it turns out is an old friend of hers and everyone kind of leaves clara and eric alone and eric then hands clara the necklace so, I guess it wasn't a dream, and Eric has just, yet again, abandoned all of his people. <laughs> I didn't even think of the implications of that. Jesus. You didn't? No. Oh, okay. I, it was the first thing I thought of, because <laughs> I guess I'm just smarter than you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are much smarter than me, Daisy. You did better in your exams than me, though. Ellen got her exam results back. She got two A's, two B's, and a C. I'm going to eat the microphone. <laughs> But we're very proud of you. Anyway. Hi, viewers. Tell me you're proud of me, please. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, and, and they dance again. It's a happy ending, Woo! I guess. So this movie, it kind of sets up a lot of the stuff we see in future Barbie movies. It's framed as Barbie telling one of her sisters, telling Kelly a story, a story. while she's preparing for her dance recital. There's an awkwardly shoehorned in, unneeded heterosexual romance. Yeah. Um, there is some cool horse that we see for like two seconds. Cool horses. And then they, never see again. They love them some cool horses, which... I do too. So they have their weird no birthright monarchy isn't bad. You just need a good monarch, which turns up in a lot of children's media, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Even in good children's media, like Avatar: The Last Airbender. Like, yes, I love Zuko. His story is great, but still, why couldn't we just abolish the monarchy? No, because I hate. Okay, I'm not gonna get into that. I'm not gonna rant. Let's go. No, rant. Do it. Do it. Do it. I just think, like, who the hell was like, yeah, let's make Zuko the monarch. (laughs) He seems mentally stable enough to do that. He just fought in a war, but, like, yeah. Yeah, like, I get, like, narratively, for a kid's show, it's a good ending. yeah. Like, sometimes with kid's shows, I love kid's media, but sometimes you do have to give them kid's show moments, if you get what I mean. 
I do get what you mean. Are you talking about the whole friendship is magic thing? No, not even okay. that. I don't mind if friendship. I is love magic friendship is magic. I love it so much. I think it's so cool. Not not the TV show friendship is magic. Just the trope. The trope. I love it. Okay. <laughs> like I do quite enjoy it, but just you know, I think you just have to give them moments sometimes. Like when again in Avatar, when Iroh says about Azula, like no, she's crazy, and we need to take her down. Is like I don't actually think. When I think of Iroh as a character, I don't genuinely think that he wanted his niece to die. Yeah. It's just like a little kids show moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Because like you need a villain you in the narrative and this season's villain was Azula. Yeah. Anyway, we're not going to talk about Avatar anymore. <laughs> we've, got, we've got a little tangent there. <laughs> but yeah, so what did you think of this movie? Um, you know, I don't, I, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> how much i love this music yeah like the music this music is so fun it's so cool it also it's fun. Gi- it also gives me anxiety because it reminds me of doing the ballet show mm-hmm. which was an anxiety inducing you know i think i like the movie okay there's i think i like the movie i think that's the answer i think okay. it's a, i think it's an okay movie that's nice yeah okay there's my answer thank you um yeah i think the intro the intro had these two little fairies like dancing around i and, like, saw the fairies like from a distance first and i was like oh god what are they gonna look like because i have seen pictures of like the children in some of the earlier Barbie movies and they are terrifying. <laughs> so scary. And then they came up and I was like, oh, okay, they actually, they don't look too bad. Um, But yeah, there's these two little fairies and they're like beefing with each other. They're like shoving each other and being mean to each other. It's like, this isn't very fun. But yeah, the, um, again, like Barbie and the Rockers, the animation. Again, it was done by 22 people over four months. Like, it's definitely better than Barbie and the Rockers. Oh, yeah. I would, yeah. But there are some moments where you're watching and it's kind of like, what the hell is happening? Like, it is just so slowly paced. Like, when Candy falls in, like, the chasm thing, (laughs) they just stand there for about five minutes. (laughs) There is this scene in the movie and it's like, when, after the owl tells Clara she has to go in the mouse hole thingy-majig in the portal, and then it's just silent. And, like... The Nutcracker is walking and the owl is looking and Clara's just standing and it's so silent and it's like, I don't know how to describe it. Do something. Like, do something, Charlie. There's no even, there's no, there's, there's no music or anything. It's just quiet and they're standing and it's, it's weird. It has an, a weird aura mm-hmm. to it. And I think the animation seems to get worse as the movie goes, honestly. Yeah. I think maybe they just had more time in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I think that you can definitely tell that they use motion capture for the dance scenes. Because, like, you're watching the, the dance, dance scenes. The dance scenes are really it's, good. It's honestly amazing, and I love the dance like, scenes. The dance scenes are great. But then, like, you go to something like the fight scenes, and they are much slower They're paced. just not... Like, you can tell what they use motion capture for. The fight scenes are so just, like, nothing. Yeah. It's just, like, clink, clink, clink. Oh, no! <laughs> they, they just kind of stop in the middle, and it's weird. It's... But, um... And, um, another bit of animation was the granddad. Yeah. Grandfather Drosselmeyer. He was just so 
square. <laughs> I don't know another way to explain it other than he was square. Like he walked like, like he was really sweaty and his arms were like, <laughs> and he was trying to like. Did you mention Tommy at the beginning? Did you even say Tommy's name? Oh no, I didn't say Tommy. Tommy's the brother. He's funny. I think I I think he's annoying, but he's also funny. There's I don't. <laughs> I was kind of confused at first why they didn't use like why they didn't just make Clara have a younger sister and make yeah. that Kelly. But then Kelly is also one of the like the little baby mm-hmm. things. One of the little and baby things. One of the little like flying children from the intros, and she is also one of the kids that they find in the village. Yeah, she's one of the. I'm like, why couldn't they just they doubled up, just triple it up? Yeah. You know? Um, but um, I think the worst piece of animation in this whole movie is the rock giant monster thing. The rock giant looks so stupid. It's <laughs> so out of place and just bad. It looks really bad. It's bad. It's bad. It looks really bad. <laughs> it's just like, it just... It's just a bunch of badly animated rocks thrown together and he has a stupid face like the fucking, like, you know those big heads on Easter Island? The Easter Island heads, yeah. Yeah, that's what his face looks like. It looks like that and it's just, the the colour is just off. Like, that happens a lot in this movie. You're just looking and it's really, the colours are bad. Mm -hmm. Like, the pony that they got is like this bright pink and there was a scene where it was just like, there's kind of like sandy bit with grass right next to it and the pink horse. And there was like a really bright yellow sand, a really bright green grass and a really neon pink horse. And it's just like this full on assault to your eyes. Cause you're like, what am I looking at? What is happening? Ah, why is it so bright? <laughs> and some of the backgrounds are just 2D. Yeah, but I, I actually, okay. I'm not sure if this was purposeful, but I really love how, like, when they go to Parthenia, it looks a lot more cartoonish. Yeah, but it was literally just 2D cartoons. I know, but that, and that just completely took me out of it. I was like, did they just run out of time to render a background? And the backgrounds that aren't just 2D remind me of early Clone Wars backgrounds. Yeah. Like, they look unfinished. I don't know. I really liked it because it felt like they were entering, like, a world where it's a mm-hmm. lot more cartoonish and there's a lot more, like, fairies and magic and stuff. And that probably wasn't purposeful. It was probably just because they didn't have time and they didn't have the money. But I thought it was cool and I liked it. That's I don't know. nice. Yeah. What else? What else? Oh, yeah. When At the very beginning, when, like, Clara wakes up when the Nutcracker is, um, like, coming alive, she just goes, wow, I must be dreaming. She is a braver woman than I oh am. Oh my god, I would have stomped those rats I know, so I would have screamed so loudly. That's the thing with Clara. She has these like really mundane reactions to all this thing. Like She was shrunk and she was like, uh-oh. Get, uh, guess, it, guess I'm tiny now. Uh-oh. <laughs> guess I'm a scrunkly scrimble blurble okay. blimble. <laughs> um, she was like, well, I guess I'm tiny. Oh, oh, oh no. Um, wow, this is kind of crazy. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, mm, like, girl. Mm. This is something I was wondering. So, the ant and the owl have the same voice actor. Is the ant meant to be the owl? <gasps> Ooh, wait. Did I just blow this thing wide you open? blew this thing wide open. <laughs> wow. Um, I connected the dots. It's pro- probably, it probably, 
I'm not sure if they meant it to be like that, but it does make sense if it's like... I mean, dream. they have the same voice actor. Yeah. So, like, either they just ran out of money or it was purposeful. <laughs> like, this movie, you're really not sure if they just ran out of time and money. But, like, that happens a lot. Purposeful. That happens a lot in animation. Yeah. Like, Alex Hirsch does basically every single voice for mm-hmm. Gravity Falls. And I <laughs> applaud him for it. Love you, Alex. Yeah, but just since, like, every other of, like, the ma- kind of main characters yeah. have a different voice actor, I do think there is something there that, like the aunt is the owl and that makes sense to why she knew eric yeah Mm -hmm. i think oh ceiling fans exist (laughs) what (laughs) you see a ceiling fan in prithenia no no like in her house when were ceiling fans invented oh yeah i don't know (laughs) that's just a little thing i saw i don't know our phones literally have the exact same charge right now oh my god that's so fun (laughs) Um, oh, so when they first go to the village where they find the kids, then they're like, oh no, it's abandoned. And they find the universal sign of sad village. They find a little doll. <laughs> but then the two kids turn up. They're like, wait, it's not abandoned? Oh my God. That reminds me of one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. <laughs> so they're standing and they see the horse and they go up to the horse and they're like, oh no, everybody left. The horse is all by itself. And then the snowball is thrown. It was by the kids, but we don't know that at that point. <laughs> just like ambush it's an ambush get down <laughs> it's like so funny because one snowball was thrown and he's like oh god we're gonna I'm die we're gonna die clara get down and then the kids are like oh it's just two children <laughs> two defenseless children. one of the kids is literally just wearing a gingerbread it's onesie so though. funny the clothes are bad i don't like them you on don't the like kids, the fashion especially on the kids huh one of them is literally just wearing a onesie. It's just a gingerbread onesie. It's a gingerbread onesie. Oh, yeah. So, something else that got me thinking is that... Okay, first of all, I love these children. They are such savages. They do not fuck with the monarchy. <laughs> love that for them. Smart kids. But, like, when they're running away from the Mouse King's army, they're all heavily breathing. And you don't hear the Nutcracker heavily breathing. So, that got me thinking. How human is he does he have lungs does he have internal organs he obviously doesn't have bones it's... because like we just saw his arm pop yeah, out his and arms popped just... it back in his arms are it's like an Ida thing where he can just like disarm himself mm-hmm. <laughs> disarmed like, also it's like we see somebody coming close to his ear and whispering into it so can you hear it obviously you can hear it well yeah but like there's people whispering to him so obviously he has some kind of like sound perception yeah so how human is he? Because he wasn't heavily breathing, and that got me thinking: Does this guy like? Does he have organs? Does he breathe? What is he just? Does he just look like a nutcracker, or is he wooden? Hmm. Much to think about. <laughs> much, much I don't want to think about, about it. I want answers. Um, this is just like a nitpicky thing, but like I or or just like like I find funny. I find it so funny how, like, whenever Barbie does this set up, like, let me tell Kelly a story to make her feel better. She's always the main character. <laughs> Barbie's always the princess. And Kelly's just, like, this little person. <laughs> like, Barbie's like, I'm the princess. You get to be the little gingerbread kid. She was the gingerbread kid. She was another one, but, like. Um, I think it's time for my new segment. Called Ellen Scrunkly Scrimble no, Warble Blimbo. It's called Ellen Reviews a Little Guy. Um, and it's <laughs> basically. Scrunkly Scrimble Warble Blimbo. I. I. Okay. Basically, every single Barbie movie has like 
a lot of just like little guys just little tiny animals that can talk and they're really fun and little little cool little boys um and i love them i love them all well we'll see if i love them all in the new segments so this this movie's little guy okay that i feel like that just made no sense what i just said I'm going to start again. Welcome to my new segment, Ellen Reviews a Little Guy, where I review the little guy of the Barbie movie. Um, this movie's little guy is Pim. Pim is the mouse, the rat. Mouse king. Yeah. This, Pim is the mouse king's servant. Um, and he is my favorite character. I love Pim so, so much. One of the first scenes he's in the mouse king just throws fruit in it at him and he just like devours it and i love that oh my god yes he devours it in like two seconds (laughs) he just like he just swallows the fruit hole and i love it so much he just he just eats the fruit and it's so funny and he's just causing chaos the whole movie he just i love him i think he's so fun so Pim gets the official score of five nutcrackers out of five. It's going to change everything. So, like, next movie for Rapunzel, it'll be, like, five paintbrushes. Okay. But it's going to be five out of five. It's always going to be five out of five. Okay. You sure you don't want to do ten? Because I feel like that gives you more room to play around. You don't have to stick in, like, point fives and stuff. Okay, then. Ten nutcrackers out of ten nutcrackers. Um, Yeah. La 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 la, sing happy songs. La 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 la. One of my notes is just Catherine Candy is a rainbow feather. Gay pride. Be who you are. I the exact same thing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, where is it? Where is it? Candy's <laughs> turban literally has a rainbow on it. It's so queer coded. <laughs> <laughs> we thought the exact same yeah. thing about the little rainbow on his turban. Um, oh my god. The scene where it's so. Um, but basically, Nutcracker and Clara go off to find food for their boat voyage, and they find this well, and they open the well, and it's full of fairies, and the fairies come out, and they make little squeakies. <laughs> they make little squeaky noises. It's so cute. I love it. Yeah, that's so many of them. And then they do the dance of the sugar plum fairies. Mm-hmm. No, not the what's with the flowers. I'm being stupid. Um, yeah. Um, back to like the animation in the background and stuff the whole movie just has this vibe of like liminal space i get like that. it just feels so weird mm-hmm. i feel it's kind of like it's like all it all feels very enclosed but mm-hmm. also everything seems to go on forever because there's not a lot of texture to it yeah which i guess you could put down to like oh that's meant to look plastic but yeah. i actually read that they did not want it to look plastic okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like there was <laughs> the thing that I think they were concerned about most in this movie was Barbie's hair. Because there was one animator who was literally just given the job of making sure her hair flipped right. The hair looks good. And Barbie's hair does look great. It looks good. Um, I love her... Are we, can I skip to the end of the movie or should we... No, we're going to just keep on going. <clears throat> okay. We, we do kind of jump around a lot. We'll get better. Yeah. We'll get better at it. You OG listeners our parents <laughs> i don't think fathers no. even listen our mother <laughs> is gonna be here through it all she's gonna see every single stage we love you um oh there's this point of the movie after um 
Captain Candy, Major Mint, and the Nutcracker are taken off. So Barbie's like, oh, on oh, oh, and the house, the house that they go into and they get kidnapped, the interior is the exact same as Cinderella's from the Disney movie. Is it? I didn't even notice. Did that. you notice that? Like, you know, the bit where she's like, you yeah, know, she's scrubbing the floor, the floor and like, sing sweet, blah blah blah. I can't. Yeah. I haven't watched Cinderella in a while. Yeah. But like when she's singing that, like it's um, it looks the exact same. Anyway, just back to what you're saying. Um, yeah. So Barbie's like, oh, sorry, Clara's on her own. This is gonna be really confusing because I get confused with them. Clara's on her own, but then these fairy and she's like, oh no, what can I do? I'm all by myself. I'm I'm giving up or whatever. <laughs> these fairies come with this just like vine, and she sits on it like a swing and travels to the Mouse King's palace. I don't know how long she's traveling for. How long was Var- was was Clara on the vine swing? <laughs> was it hours? Was she on it for like a half a day? You don't know. We don't know. <laughs> how how did she not fall? I'm sorry. I feel like I'm really clumsy and I'm oh, literally dying. And there's this bit near the end of the movie where we go back and we see like the little kids and the rest of the refugees in like the tree safe house. And they're like we need to fight back against the Mouse King. We've had enough. We're going to have a rebellion. And nothing without rebellion happens. Yeah, it's... It reminds me of in Stranger Things 4. <laughs> <laughs> when, like, you know, there was that bit where, like, the basketballers were like, let's rally the town and go and find the D&D players. Because <laughs> they're evil. Because they're evil. <laughs> and then the whole town's like, yeah, let's do it. But then literally all they do is attack a young black girl. Yeah. Like and then the parents also get together and you're like, finally, you're going to fucking do something. They don't do anything. And they don't do shit. They literally do not do anything. I was like, <laughs> are they finally going to find out? Because we still have no idea how much like Karen and Ted know because the government came to their house in the first season. We don't know. And then like we saw Karen going to pick up Mike, but we don't know if she knows about the Upside Down. We don't know. We, we don't know if she knows what happened to Hopper. We don't know how much they know. So maybe this could have been a moment of like, I'm sorry. Welcome to our Stranger Things podcast. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to talk about Stranger Things. <laughs> I know you talk about it a lot already. <laughs> anyway, so you know that's what I was able to connect to Stranger Things this time. <laughs> Tune in next week to see what I connect to Stranger Things next. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um. Oh, when Clara goes to find the Nutcracker and Mint and Candy in, like, the prison, then they have this weird enchantment over them where she can't see them, but they can see her. It's so weird. And she literally just, like, grabs a torch of some kind, (laughs) like an unlit torch from the wall, a a sconce, if you will. A sconce. And she just fucking bashes (laughs) the enchantment. (laughs) And then it breaks. (laughs) It literally just needs a big smash. And then it's done. <laughs> oh my god. I love when Barbie movie protagonists just girl boss. It's so fun. I cannot wait to talk about musketeers so I can just <laughs> spout out the world of Which girl we boss. might get our mom to join us yeah, for. Yeah, we might get our mother. <laughs> <laughs> we can fit. We have, we have like the worst recording space ever. We have two stools. We can move the cat thing. <laughs> we can move the cat play thing which he never sleeps on because the cat we, tower because we put stuff on top of it including the box for the microphone that i still haven't gotten rid of <laughs> and, a, and a picture of our nan's old dog that we love very much i miss you luca i'm holding it right there you can't see but i'm holding it oh, i miss him so much i miss my babies our little 
if you will, our little scrunkle. <laughs> but like that is a scrunkly scrumble blarble blimbo. It's a little yes. blarbo. <laughs> he was just so cute. He was a little chihuahua. And he was so fluffy. Yeah. If you can't tell, Daisy just found out what the world scrunkle and scrumble and blarbo means. So she's been overusing them a lot. Yeah. I feel like I'm in empires when I overuse the word scrunkly. <laughs> you guys think we can get more annoying? That's right. We watch Minecraft SMP. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, the ending is honestly very anticlimactic. It's like. Like it's just like it's it's a little battle, it's a it's a little battle. The Mouse King's tiny, and then Clara gets sent back, and you're like, I thought something was coming. Don't worry. And, and then Clara gets like sent back to where she's from, and you're like, oh, no, stop fiddling with stuff. I'm autistic. I'm aware. So am I. <laughs> I'm doing this, which the microphone isn't picking up on. Doesn't picking up on. That's not proper grammar. Go fuck yourself. Oh look at me. I'm Ellen. I got A's. You got B's as well. And, and a C. A C. And honestly, fun fact, I got a B because Amphibia made me so sad. I was sick and I couldn't go to one of my exams. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. It was the day after the hardest thing and I was sick. So I couldn't go to my you exam. Cried. She cried so much. She over Amphibia that she was sick. I like, was jet. Like, I was sick. She spewed. I spewed like five times and I couldn't go to my exam. Because she cried so much. <laughs> I forgot about that. And we couldn't laugh about it at the time because you were genuinely so distressed. <laughs> was. I am. No, but like we couldn't. I was just sitting there. Mother was saying like, she's been sick. I was like, is it because she cried so much? Yes. I'm just sitting there crying not to laugh because you were so emotionally <laughs> fragile. Did you actually have that conversation? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Because we were trying so hard not to laugh because you were so emotionally fragile that we knew that it would take much to set you off. <laughs> just the thought of sprinkling ad tears i was sobbing <laughs> still happens and i've had to like try and stay away from as much amphibious stuff as possible just so i don't cry every day yeah our little cousin is watching uh, she's going through the owl house in amphibia right now she loves the owl house it's great we're gonna do a group costume with her for halloween it's gonna be great very exciting <laughs> um our cousin is 10 years younger than me by the way yeah like <laughs> i'm gonna eat that daddy's gonna be loath and she's gonna be loose it's gonna be great um, anyway, but like she was, she's watching Amphibia right now, and we watched an episode of it here the other day, and Ellen was so distressed. <laughs> okay, context: it was reunion. If anybody listens, watches Amphibia and listens to this, you'll get it. Okay, it was reunion. Lean on me. <laughs> okay, now I'm going off on a tangent. Where were we? Oh yeah. Um, I, I'm so confused by the ending of the movie because like. Well, number one, I didn't know that, like, sometimes Clara was the fairy, the sugar plum fairy. Yeah, that's just a thing that happens in some versions. Like, I did not know that that happened. I thought it was just, like, they found the sugar plum fairy, they watched her dance, and it was like, sick, can I be tall again? Because, you know, like, Clara's age is also something they play around with a lot. Sometimes she is a very small child, sometimes she's a teenager. Yeah. Like, same with, like, Prince Eric and the Nutcracker's age. Sometimes when she's older, they lean into, like, the romance. Sometimes they don't. Mm -hmm. Which I want to rant about the romance here. Because, like, 
they are i know that prince eric and clara are probably the same age and that's fine but the nutcracker looks like at least 50 (laughs) he's got white hair a big beard he's like that's like an old man so it's like why am i supposed to ship these two that's an old guy same reason you ship bell with an animal okay but he's was he (laughs) but you like beating the beast better yeah (laughs) it's one of those things where like i watched it when i was little and i loved it so now it's just kind of with me forever yeah this is one of those movies like barbie movies that came out before we were born so we never really watched it when we were younger that much like i'd say up to like mariposa maybe Mm -hmm. we didn't really watch when we were younger so this was like a first time viewing experience for me yeah same it was like and it was strange it was weird yeah so like i don't really have any nostalgia attached to it other than the fact that i know about barbie and the nutcracker which just makes me think about all of my wasted potential (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna have to listen to this is me trying when i'm out with brock today I've been having a hot... I've gone to two musical numbers today. <laughs> Stop me! I had the shiniest wheels, now they're rusting. You didn't know if you'd care if I came back. I have a lot of regrets about that. Anyway, it's okay, we're done. I was so ahead of the curve that the curve became a weird. I know my classmates and I ended up here. Pouring out my heart to a stranger, but I didn't pour the whiskey. I feel that song in my soul. Anyway, so back to you talking about the ending of this movie. Yes. (laughs) Number one, love Clara's dress at the end. Mwah. Perfect. Loved it. There was so much sparkle. I loved it. The fairy princess dress. The fairy princess dress. Yeah. The sugar plum princess dress. It was so good. I loved it. I loved her hair. I loved the tiara. Blah, blah, blah. It was amazing. Um, Number two, I am confused. (laughs) I am very confused. I just, is it, was it a dream? Why why would they do that? I'm like, I just like, because like, I feel like it has no like, clear answer. Because like, maybe she did just like, wake up i think with the whole ant being the owl thing that makes more sense to like actually no it doesn't make more sense it makes even less sense (laughs) to being honest but nothing about this makes sense did the ant plan all this did the ant like okay here's a theory that i just came up with right now the ant actually is from prothenia that's what it's called prothenia let me find it in my notes (laughs) stranger things four is in your notes i just saw that yep um, but yeah, the aunt is from, okay, we're just gonna go with Parthenia. Um, the Parthenia, aunt, yep, you're right. The aunt is from Parthenia, um, and she was a monarchist, boo. Um, but she's really cool. I know, I really like her. She's she the, can't be a monarchist. Be a monarchist. Maybe, I don't know. She's like, I love her. She's like a gay white aunt. She is. I love her so much. She's my so, favorite character. <laughs> Bim and the Ant. That's our favorite character. <laughs> I also quite like Captain Candy. Captain Candy is slay. He's fun. Um, he's just a really cool guy. He's just really chill. He just he just like takes everything as it comes. He just say, wants his boyfriend back. I, yeah, I want to say slay again, but like I don't think I, can. I was shitting again. Um, but yeah. So like the Ant knew Eric, and he turned into a Nutcracker. And she was always talking about, I want to set you up with my <coughs> niece. And she was like, now's a perfect time. I can bring him here. 
I don't know. What am I saying? Or maybe it's like the house is just somehow connected to the magic. Because how the hell did they just like come <gasps> through a mouse hole? Oh my god, a magic house with an owl. It is the owl house. <gasps> yes. The wine aunt is Ida. <gasps> oh, she's so in. We have just blown this thing <laughs> wide open. <laughs> we connected the dots. Um. But yeah, I think that's really all there is to talk about here. Um... Eric, again, abandoned his fucking people. Don't like him. Um, Literally a piece of shit. Here's something you didn't get to talk about before that happened really early on in the movie. I talked really fast there. Sorry. Um, There's this part with Tommy where Clara gets the Nutcracker doll. And she's like, oh, thank you, aunt. And there's like a little bit of silence. And he just goes, sure is ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy is an anti-monarchist. Yeah. I kind of hate him. kind of love him. I don't know. Mixed feelings. I forgot about that moment. I think it's so funny. Sure but yeah, um, fuck Eric. He is the worst. Stop abandoning your people. He abandoned his people for pussy. Wow. <laughs> How dare he? Should have like, just stayed with Candy. They could have like ruled together and had a fun life. But like, did he? Did he abandon them? I mean, it sounds like it. It looks like it. Yeah. Like, maybe they can just travel back and forth now. I don't know. But, like, to me, it looked like may- maybe it's because I-, I always look for the worst in-, in royals. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, to me, it just looks like he abandoned his people. Maybe. Maybe we didn't see something. Maybe he was, like, Major Mint and Captain Candy. You guys couldn't roll. Ooh, that'd be fun. Maybe he was like, actually... I don't want this anymore. Yeah. So either he just straight up abandoned his people or he was like, you know what? This whole birthright monarchy thing is stupid. Like, I kind of knew it in the first place. Fuck it, we're it. done. Yeah. Get rid of it. So there's a good ending and a bad ending. You know, two different ways. But yeah, that's um, that's the movie pretty much. Um, Final thoughts. It was fine. Reviews. Um, I think I preferred it. I liked it better than Barbie and the Rockers. Yeah. I think it was better than Barbie and the Rockers. It was definitely better than Barbie and the Rockers. But I mean, yeah, it was just, it was a fun little movie. Mm-hmm. It was like, obviously... I was looking at like some of the reviews and stuff that this movie got when it first came out. And there were some people who were like, no, it's going to melt our children's brain. Like, why? There are some people who were just like, it's going to melt our children's brains because, you know, they hate fun. But, you know, yeah. overall, people were like, I mean, it's a fun little movie. It's a kid's movie. Like, it's a fun that's kid's what movie. Barbie's movies are. It's got a fun story. You know, the animation's pretty decent because for mm-hmm. the time it was. Yeah. Like, again, we have to remember, this is five years into CG animated movies. Like, there for, like, movies just being a thing. Mm-hmm. They don't have a like, lot of you material. Know, Pixar had released, like, Toy Story 1 and 2. A Bug's Life. And I think Monsters, Inc. was coming out that same year. Mm-hmm. DreamWorks had done, like, Shrek, and I'm pretty sure that was it. Oh, and their Ants movie, the ripoff of A Bug's Life. Yeah. But, you know, as far as I'm aware, that was really it as far as, like, big budget, high quality yeah. CG movies go. So, like, this is a, it's a decent movie. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's fine. <clears throat> so, yeah. That's- um, Watch it if you want. Um... Reminder, do not start your own podcast. That is our thing. <laughs> I'm going to have to say that every single time. <laughs> I'm going to say that every single time. <laughs> don't steal our brand. But yeah, don't know when we'll be able to record again because Ellen is going back to school. Yeah, it's so fun. I, I love it there. Woo! Sound like a ghost there. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, we will see you on the flip side or whatever people say. See you say. on the flip side. Ha 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 ha!
<laughs> oh my god, we should make a huge episode of it, Empires. We will someday. Yeah, we will. Okay. So bye. 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 Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.